Hi, everyone, and welcome to One Mic Night, the podcast. The podcast that brings you artists and their stories and journey and entertainment, helping to guide and motivate you in the business. My name is Marcos Luis, and I'm your host. Sometimes in life, you have journeys, and you're not sure where they're going. You get some unexpected things, but today, my guest has been all over the world. And I'm so, so happy to have her here. She's a singer, she's a songwriter, she's a phenomenal performer, and I'm sure you're going to love her. I'm sure you probably already know her. <laughs> Please welcome Tina Torres to One Like Night. Hi, Tina, how you doing? Hey, I'm good, how are you, Marco? Good, welcome back to One Like Night, I guess I should say, yes, right? thank yeah. you. It's been a while, it's been a while. So happy to have you. So, I wanna start with you, like, from the beginning. Where, where were you born? Where did the music begin for you? I was born in Queens, New York, Jamaica, Queens. New York, New York, okay. Yeah. New York, born and raised. Yeah. Yeah. That's great to find. Did yeah. you always, did you start out doing music when you were young? I did. Um, you know, I sang in things around the city, competitions, uh, sang in church um, for my family. Yeah. I think that's always the, the root of it for a lot of, people of color. We always started with gospel. I know my family, I grew up listening to my grandfather on the radio. He was one of the predecessors of gospel music. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I always grew up listening to gospel music. He was before Danny McClurkin and Donnie McClurkin and, uh, you know, Clark sisters way before all those people. Yeah. So yeah, I grew up doing that too. Where did, where was it for you that you found out that music was what you wanted to do? I think it was probably right in my living room <laughs> we used to have this uh a big mirror downstairs uh-huh. and um so i would just practice and i would be singing along to mariah and whitney and Anita baker and and i just realized that i knew since i was like five it was like i want to be a singer right it's so interesting a lot of people know when they're young but like very few people actually pursue it as a career was there a point where you where you found like, yeah, this is this is it. This is definitely what I want to do and I'm going to do it. Well, my my mom and my family, they were very encouraging. Mm-hmm. So I always sang in school. Like ele- even in elementary school, I was in the gospel choir in like third or fourth grade and I used to have solos. And I remember uh, my choir director, Miss Rosella Stevens, she pulled me aside and was like, you are very special. This is something that you can really do. And I was like, I want to sing. Right. And so from there, I I sang everywhere in everything. And um, I went to school for music. Like I went to high, I went on to high school. I went to LaGuardia High School Performing Arts. Oh, okay, yeah, well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. A lot of people, good people, come out of LaGuardia. A lot yeah. of good. People. Yeah. Um, I know for. You, I mean, like most people travel to New York, but you were lucky because New York, the culture of New York is music, is entertainment, is electric. Right. What, where, where, is there one place that you can say in your travels or living in New York that was really the spark that you can remember that you said, man, I had the best experience in this place and this is what I want to do? Um, I don't, I think there was a specific point or like 
for me, I think it's just growing up in New York, you just see everything since mm-hmm. you're little. You see people performing in the subways, on the trains. Yes, yes. Uh, there's literally people performing everywhere. Right. Um, on your block, you have singers. And then if you have block parties, people yeah. come out do talent shows so there was music all around you could see the possibilities all around you all the time going to shows in the city are you big on the musical theater did you go to a lot of broadway i did my mom used to take me to broadway when i was younger uh i think the first show i ever saw was actually with school and it was cats (laughs) um but i remember i used to see the commercial and i always used to be like i want to go i want to see that so bad and then we went with school but I used to go to Broadway every year. Every year we would see a show. I remember seeing Tony Braxton um, in Beauty and the Beast when I was in about fourth grade. Wow. That was life changing for me to see one of my vocal heroes like on the Broadway right. stage. Yeah. yeah um, of course. So, yeah, there was a lot, a lot of that. So there wasn't really one specific moment. There's growing up in New York, there are moments every single day, every single day, anywhere you walk outside. Right. I think that was a big spark for me too, because at that time I was living in Chicago and I remember when Tony Braxton was in in, in that show and I was like, man, I would love to see Tony Braxton in the show. Yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, like even with my journey, trying to make it to New York City, you always think New York, New York, you can sing, you can dance, you can act, you can, yeah. you know, be whatever you want to. But you, growing up in New York City, it's always been around you. Your parents were supportive, were they in the arts also? Or people mom, in the family in arts? My mom is not in the arts. Um, she used to sing back in school, like in the choir. But um, no, she, she's in corporate America. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> she doesn't. Did you go to a lot of, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, my uncle does play. So um, there was a lot of music. A lot of music, right? Yeah. So gospel was a big influence and R&B and soul. Did you, like any Caribbean, any? Um, basically R&B and pop music were like my huge inspirations growing up. That's what I gravitated towards. Um, R&B, soul, pop, you know, all the greats, the greats. Right. And the Whitney good. Houston and the Mariah, like yeah. you said. Yeah, the Mariah, Aretha. the Aretha, Anita, like I used to hear Sade all the time in my house. Um, Prince was huge staple. My mom is a huge Prince fan, so I right. grew up um, knowing that he's a genius. He <laughs> really is. Yeah. How have you been doing during this time? During the COVID well, time? The <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. Um, it was it was a little there's rough points. In the beginning, I'm I'm actually supposed to be in Europe right now. Uh, so that was a bummer. Where are you? Uh, I'm I'm in New York. Oh okay. So, yeah. So I was supposed to be all throughout Europe, actually, from April, April to October. So, yeah. So, Touring. yeah. So I, the I was actually going to be singing on a cruise ship. So I sing for a cruise line, Norwegian cruise line. I and love that. Yeah. How's that? Cool. How's that been for you? Um, it's been a great experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a chance to travel the world. Um, Last year, about six months ago, I was, I was in the Mediterranean for six months. So I was in Italy and Greece for six months. I beautiful. mean, you can't, you can't beat that. It's amazing. Right. It's beautiful. I had never been to Italy or Greece. 
So it was just magnificent to be able to just travel and to be in such beautiful places, such beautiful people for such a long amount of time. Right, that is a long amount of time. Be singing. Like you're what you love, yeah. Yeah, performing, acting. That's the beautiful thing about what you do is, you know, you get to travel. Those are the perks. And I always say that traveling is probably the best education you can have. You learn so much. You learn about so many different cultures, so many different people, the music, the food, everything, everything. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Um, Where's, has there, during this pandemic, has there been a low point for you? Has there been... I mean, has it been, have you taken it in stride? Have you taken it in a way that has helped you creatively? Right. Or what's it um, been for you? I mean, it was, it was rough in the beginning because like I said, I was supposed to be all throughout Europe. So it's, you know, we make these plans. I had, I had dates set up with some of my friends in Paris and in right. Copenhagen. And to know that I was gonna, you know, miss all these things and, all, all of these things I had set in my mind that were, you know, that was going to happen. It's hard, but you know, you have to adjust. You do. And um, for me, you know, I've just been trying to focus on gratitude. You know, a lot of people have passed away because of COVID. Absolutely. I, I know people who have passed away. I know people who have been in the hospital with it, thinking that they were going to die. So for me to be safe in my home, because in New York, it was crazy for a minute here. It was crazy for a a period of time. So to be home and just know that um, I'm safe, my family is safe. I've been focusing on that. Um, For me, it's really, I've been finding it's important to just kind of, I kind of do this every day already, but make a list of things that I want to do and want to accomplish and mm-hmm. check them off as I go just to try to make my day busy because it felt empty. You know, I was supposed to be working the entire time. I was supposed mm-hmm. to be in rehearsals. I was supposed to be performing every day. So to be home and not working, like, what are you going to do? You have to kind of structure yourself a little bit for right. me. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I couldn't agree with you more. I think that, you know, and I've said this before, I think this time, is a time where the universe took us and you know it made us think it made us become more creative with what we do so yep. that we appreciate those things when right. we don't have them you know? yep. so you have to structure your life in a way that's gratitude that's productive um i know i think one of the things you're doing now is you're doing uh you're doing a weekly show right oh yeah <laughs> uh Tuesday Tunes with Tina. So I posted on social media. I just, you know, it was important to do something musically. You know, I've been here, I've been writing inside. You know, I haven't shown anybody anything that I've written yet, which is fine because, you know, so I was just like, what else can I do? And I didn't know that people were going to respond to it. And, you know, it was just kind of just like, okay, I love this. I'll post it like so I can feel productive. Like right. what can I do at home? You know, what can I do now that can help me in the future and that can help me in this moment or that can help people in this moment? Yeah. So for me, it was important to just 
kind of hold myself accountable for the week and be like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it every single week. So I have to do it. I can't not do it. And I, you know, it's something that I'm going to have to work on. It, it allows me to uh, work Pro Tools better and my recording skills because I know how to record, you know, maybe I should get better at it. You know, because I do record from home. I, you know, I do commercials and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to navigate and record myself. But I'm like, okay, maybe I can start trying to like EQ things and mix things better. Because I never really mix my voice. I always send it out to people that, you know, I make them do it. So I'm just like, okay, let me, you know, let me try this. And it just makes you self-sufficient, more self-sufficient. And I'm just like, I'm all about self-sufficiency. So I've been here been practicing my guitar, I've been practicing piano. And for me to like even try to play chords and like put it out in the universe on mm -hmm. film, it's kind of funny, but I've been doing it, so. And this is it, and this is what I was saying, you know, it's the universe taking us and saying, listen, you, you have to start learning new things. You have to, this, okay, this is actually two different things. One, and, and I wanna ask you, how do you feel about, you know, you say you're learning all these skills and uh, about music and Pro Tools and all these things. When it comes to music and the business, this is helping you. It's yeah. cutting out the middleman. Right. How do you feel about, you know, the whole uh, industry in terms of being independent and being self-sufficient and cutting out the middleman? Right, I mean, it's, it's a completely different time. It's mm -hmm. a completely different industry. And I think that COVID has shown that more than ever. You know, it's always, it's always been there and it's it's been changing the evolution of music has just been changing for years now so a lot of people have been self-sufficient already and i think the people who were kind of self-sufficient but they were just like well i can pay to get that done you know what i mean like right. whatever yeah. or you know if you work with other people it's just like you know give it to them you know they do their part and i do my part right. um but now this time has taught us that we can do it all we can do everything absolutely if you know if we buckle down and we decide to yeah, learn absolutely right. that's it. so that's been a huge part like just self-sufficiency it's something that i've been um thinking about for a, probably the year before this too so it was just like wow now is literally the time literally the time there's no excuse that you can make you're right. not doing it Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you're not working right now. Right. You have all the time in the world. Look at you. I mean, and even even what you said, you're writing songs, you're writing music now because you have mm -hmm. the time. It's something you thought about. It's something you have the skill to do. And maybe mm -hmm. even if you don't have the skills, you have the time to work on the skills. Right. You know, to make yourself better. Um, you know, I could use what, what happened today. You know, just trying to get this Zoom thing going today. Right. Um, I never used Zoom. I never hosted Zoom before. Now, you know, I have time to figure it out or making your Tuesday show, you know, look at the response you get. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's it's a great time. I think this is a great time. I mean, honestly, this is, for me, one of the best moments I've ever had. I would have to agree. I would agree 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Learning about self, yeah. learning about everything taking political stances, yep. you know, uh, do you ever write, a, do you ever do music, you know, uh, talking about what's going on in the world today? Yeah, I've, ever... start, I've started um, a record like that during quarantine. 
Um, like I said, it's, it's, this has been just a time where everyone is reflecting and yeah. everyone is still right now because there's literally nowhere to go. So you have no choice but to reach inward and take all those feelings that you have and express them. You know, I mean, we, we can't go and we can't talk to our friends. I mean, we can talk to our friends on the phone, but it's not the same, you know, seeing them in person and having dinner and having these conversations right. about race in America or about our experiences at work. So it's difficult. We're kind of like by ourselves. So you have to express things the best way that you know how. And for some people, it's music and writing. Um, other people, it's, you know, writing books or starting podcasts. That's it. See that? Yeah. Expressing yourself through art. Of course. Through art. Yeah. <laughs> so I would be amiss if I didn't ask you about your experience. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and- I can't know where this is going. Uh, what's that? You know where it's going, right? And you don't have to speak on it if you don't want to. No, it's fine. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be amiss if I didn't ask you. How how was that experience for you? You were in one of the the world's biggest shows of all time. Yeah. What was the experience like for you? Um, like I said, I'm focusing on gratitude. I think everything. Um, I think everything works for you. You know, works in your favor. For me, the experience, it was, a, it was a cool experience, you know? So yeah, I was on American Idol. I was a top 20 semifinalist on season 12 with um, my vocal idol, Mariah Perry. Um, I mean, it was an experience. I mean, it, it was a competition. Yeah. A lot of these shows are less about music and more about you know being a tv show absolutely Absolutely. um so it wasn't exactly what i expected but you know all of our experiences shape us Um, and i think it was it was great at the time i mean i think i definitely could have utilized it more after i left the show and that's the one thing I regret that I didn't like piggyback off of that. But also it's hard in New York. It's harder in New yeah. York than from someone in the middle of like Minnesota, you know, because they oh, yeah. their town star. And then, but I'm a New Yorker. Everyone here is a singer, songwriter, you know what I mean? Um, but I think I could have utilized it a, a little bit more to my advantage but um, it was an experience and I'm, I'm happy that you know it's on my resume it, right. it was cool I got to meet Mariah again um, and I also got to meet some really cool people I'm still in contact with so no regrets yeah I was gonna say and I think that's the takeaway from it all you know the experience brought you to where you are today yeah you're in the right place at the right time and everything's happening the way it should be absolutely yeah. is absolutely is well, I want to thank you for having the chat with us. Yeah. I appreciate you for coming on the podcast. I don't know if you feel like singing a little something for us, but I think if you don't, that's fine too. Um, I can sing a little something. It's a little something. You don't have to sing a full-out song. But I think they love a little taste of what Tina Torres has for yeah. 
Some people live for fortune. Some people live just for fame. Some people live for the power. Yeah. Some people live just to play the game. That's it. <laughs> wow. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. That is it. Tell them how they can find you. First of all, tell them how, how can we support you? How can we support independent artists in general? In general? Yeah, just um, in general. So, I mean, if you have friends who perform all the time, mm -hmm. go to their shows, you know, yes. buy their singles on iTunes. Right. Dollar. Um, and if you can't go to their shows, simply repost the poster for the shows like that sometimes is more than even going to the show Thank you know it's you. really important yes. um you know support your friends when i mean I've, i have really great friends so they come to see all my stuff i have a really great family um people get on planes to come and see me in shows um but you know do what you can like a repost means a lot it does absolutely um you know, word of mouth means a lot to an artist. Um, you know, and if you are doing something like a podcast or something video viral, use your friend's music in the background. Absolutely. You, you, know, you know, type whose song it is. There's so many things that you can do and it doesn't have to cost you money. You know. You're absolutely right. Where can we find you on social media? All of my social media is just my name. It's Tina Torres. My name is spelled a little strange. It's uh, T-E-N-N-A. And my last name is Torres. T-O-R-R-E-S. So it's like Tina. It's Tina. Um, yeah, so that's on Instagram. If you guys want to check in for the, the, the weekly song, that's there. Um, yeah. Very good. There you have it, everybody. Please make sure you follow Tina Torres on all social media. Buy the music, support the cause, independent artists all around the world. My name is Marcos Luis. You can find me at Marcos Luis on all social media. M-A-R-C-O-S-L-U-I-S. This is One Mike Night, the podcast. Make sure you download, share this podcast. We have a lot of intriguing people on this podcast and we want everyone to hear these stories. One Mike Night is spelled O-N-E-M-I-C-N-I-T. And make sure you go to the One Mike Night YouTube page because now we have One Mike Night podcast on video. Also check out some of the One Mike Night videos from all the way back in 2006 artist performances. That's it. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. We'll see you next time. Once again, I want to thank Tina Torres for dropping in at One Mic Night. And just like she said, remember, you know, we're in the right place at the right time. And we use this time to put ourselves in a better position and take, take a leap of faith in yourself. And all the things that you wanted to do, now is the time to do it. You still have time. I'm Marco Solis. Thanks for sharing this podcast. And thanks for watching this on YouTube. See you next time.